Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoyed the episode. So what are some lessons that y'all learned throughout your time as mothers? Um, patience, love, <laughs> respect, loyalty, forgiveness. Just so many like little one word stuff. But um, uh-huh. I mean, you can learn so much from a child, though, like even if it's not your child. I mean, you can just they're just so pure mm-hmm. and so forgiving and so loving and mm-hmm. maybe not always respectful but <laughs> yeah um I mean always eager to learn I mean I mm-hmm. wish I had that eagerness and um there's a lot of lessons to be learned through a child and through motherhood and um I've learned how much I love my husband and I probably couldn't do this without him <laughs> I mean it's just um, your husband's always going to see you at your worst and then he still chooses to be with you and to help mm-hmm. you. And it just made me realize how I just, I don't know how I would do it without Ross. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I feel that with Jason too. For me, I learned that, you know, motherhood is like a job. It, it you know, it, it takes hard work and sometimes I fail at that. Sometimes I make mistakes. And, you know, really the biggest lessons I've learned is that it's okay to admit your mistakes. Um, you know, sometimes I carry my day um, with frustrations and I, I let them build up, I, you know, and I just they do something wrong that I would normally just be like, no, we don't do that, um, and just talk to them about it. But then because I haven't let that frustration go, you know, I yell at him and of course I feel bad immediately and I know I did wrong. And instead of just like ignoring that, knowing I did wrong, but ignoring it and walking away, I admit that to him. You know, I've, I've sat Amberly down so many times and I'm like, Amberly, I'm so sorry that mommy, you know, yelled at you like that. I shouldn't have yelled at you um, for that. You know that that was wrong, but mommy shouldn't have yelled at you that way. And, um, you know, I always tell her I love her and go on. So I think it's so good to learn, you know, to know that you can admit your faults to your child. And, and I think that will also teach them to admit their faults one day, too. Hopefully, I'll let y'all know in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so how has y'all's spiritual lives changed since you've become mothers? I mean, I feel like mine has changed dramatically. Um, just like I have so much more desire to be like I always loved God and wanted to do what was right but once I had my children I just had so much more passion to do what was right because I had you know two little eyes looking at me watching everything I did and I knew that you know it was my responsibility to train them like it says in Proverbs 22 6 you know we're to train our children up in the way so that way when you know they won't depart from it when they're older 
And, um, you know, there's just such a big responsibility to carry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the best way to teach is by example. Um, And there's another passage that I read this morning that was really good. It's um, 1 Timothy 4, verses 6 through 16. And it's talking about, you know, being that example and um, in your speech and in your um, the way you carry yourself, all that kind of stuff. Um, But, you know, you do that and then you are saved and then, the, those around you are saved the ones who hear you are saved so it's just like I just feel like if I could be the best Christian that I can be then my children will want to be that too I have to be more intentional with my spiritual life it's like I just don't have all this spare time that I used to have like sometimes I think like what did I used to do uh-huh. <laughs> like when I had all this free time but um you really have to be intentional about it, and you have to make time. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody has to do that to an extent. You have to, like, cut out, like, some of your, like, hobbies or something to take time to study your Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I have is you can't pay as good attention at church whenever you're um, taking care of a little one, which is really important to get your kids used yeah. to going to church and... um even if they're going to be terrible within the first few seconds. Like the other day I had to take Kindle out after announcements. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, why did I even come? Like, why mm-hmm. do we even bother? But it's really important. But still, as a parent, you just um, don't get to pay as good of attention as you used to. So how do you be your best mom? <laughs> um. I try not to take anything for granted. Um, I mean, sometimes I sometimes I let Kendall get away with some things, and I'm like, you know what? If she's pulled, we'll just cross that bridge when we get to it. Because, I mean, people used to tell me, like, don't hold your baby too much. It'll spoil her. Uh-huh. And I mean, like, you can't spoil a newborn baby. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. <laughs> like, they're not going to remember it for one thing. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Um, and one of my friends said, like, except that I'm human and that I make mistakes and, um, be able to admit to my kids Mm -hmm. that, um, I do make mistakes and be able to show that example of humility and forgiveness and love. Mm -hmm. And I think to be my best mom, it's not only showing love to her, like I've said before, it's showing love to Ross and mm-hmm. um, showing love to everybody just to, like, you know, teaching her how to treat people. Yeah, I mean, to be my best mom, to be my best self as a mom, like, I need to realize that whatever happens today, if it's bad, I feel like I failed, then I can grow and be better tomorrow. And as long as I'm doing that, as long as I'm looking at it that way, I feel like I will be the best mom that I can be. You know, mm-hmm. like always, instead of being defeated and being like, well, I'm never going to be a good mom, then I'm never going to be a good mom. Like, if that's my look on it, I'm not going to be a good mom. But if I look at it like, you know what, today wasn't the best, but tomorrow's going to be great. And I'm going to make sure that I am, you know, tackling those few things that I feel like I've failed today at. So what is something that you wish every mama knew? I wish that every mom knew that they are enough. Um, You know, God gives you that child because he knows that you have it in you to be the best mom for that child. 
anything you feel or don't feel, um, you're not the only one. Someone, somewhere has shared that feeling. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe not all the same feelings. Like, I mean, because everybody's different, but someone has shared each individual feeling, I promise you. Like, you're not the first one. You won't be the last one. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be afraid to take medicine if that's what you need to do. Do what you need to do to be your best mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish somebody would have, I mean, I didn't struggle with postpartum depression, but I had anxiety really bad. My doctor asked me, like, if I wanted something. I was like, no, <laughs> I got this. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know now, like, would I have struggled with it so long if I had just said yes, like, um, it was kind of like a pride thing for me, though. I was like, no, I don't need medicine. Like, mm-hmm. I got this. But um, you just got to do what's best for your child, not even necessarily what's best for you in that moment. Like, um, just think about what's best for you and your child, I guess, not, mm-hmm. not just you. My friend Victoria said, um, there are many people looking for you to fail, but many, many more that are there to help and encourage you and just Mm -hmm. look for those people and surround yourself with those people and try to block out those that are just like kind of like looking at you to fail. Well, we've been talking a lot about moms and motherhood. I'm going to start crying. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking a lot about moms and motherhood and stuff like that, but we want to give a special shout out to those who are, um, well, they're moms at heart. And they're just waiting on that opportunity to become moms. And it's it's really hard. I mean, I remember just sitting there waiting on my pregnancy test to say positive or, you know, pregnant or whatever. And I know it's... I, I know a lot of people who are waiting, just praying and waiting on that day to come and to be a mom and we just want to tell y'all that we love you and we're praying for you all the time yeah y'all are definitely all on my hearts and i see you i feel you i'm praying for you and i am you and um just keep telling yourself that what i tell myself is it's all gonna make sense when we look back in 20 years um whether that's with our kids or um walking down the path that God has planned for us. So hang in there and you're stronger than you think you are. I have one last question for y'all that you haven't prepared yet. So I'm excited to see what you really think. (laughs) It's not, it's not that bad. Um, What do y'all have to say to all those women who, or girls who think that they want to be a mom someday like how can they be preparing already whether they're 12 or 20 or 30 you know no matter what stage they are or they're actively trying what do you think that they can do to be preparing to be a mom uh definitely patience um patience is a really hard thing for me right now um you know especially with two it just it just seems like you know I'm always you know, running short on patience. And I feel like if I would have really practiced that before I became a mother, then it would come a little bit easier being a mom. Um, so that's, that's probably the biggest one for me. 
Um, and I think, you know, we'll help all the, all the fruits of the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Just Bible study. I mean, I mean, really, because whenever I first had Kindle, like I just, I mean, like I said, you sleep. (laughs) I mean, you gotta, you have so many things that you have to do. And it's like, what's one thing you feel like you can get away with not doing? It's, um, picking up a Bible and reading it every night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just gets put on the back burner and where you have in your heart, like you got to hide it away in your heart. Um, the more you can have to meditate on and cause you're not always going to have an opportunity to open up a Bible and get deep into Bible study. Sometimes you can just, um, take a moment and focus on what Mm-hmm. God's word says, like even if it's just one small little passage. Is there something you're doing, Savannah, <laughs> to, to prepare for motherhood one day? I don't know. Um, and I feel like because you know I'm so close with y'all, you know I get I get to be around your children, which is great because I love all y'all's all y'all's kids. <laughs> um, so I mean I think you know being around kids too and learning because even just teaching like at church because I teach Marina's youngest little girl. On Sunday nights, Ava and I both do, and you know, learning how to because I mean, even from a teacher, and you know, not that we're out there spanking Kesslin yeah. or anything, but <laughs> you know, when she does something, I, it is a struggle for me to discipline her because I mean, I do yeah. love her so much, and it's like I don't want to hurt this child, I don't want her to be mad at me, I, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be like the the fun aunt, you know, to her <laughs> yeah. and stuff, yeah. you know. So it, when I have to discipline her, sometimes I turn over to Ava and I'm like, you gotta yeah. take care of her because I don't <laughs> want to. I'm guy. like, I don't want to be mean to her, but. <laughs> I know, I ha- you know, and she's never obviously held anything against me. She, no. you know, she might pout for a minute if we put her in timeout, but then she's still like, Miss Savannah, uh-huh. you know, where's my gum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think just, you know, take opportunities to be around children, to teach yeah. at your church and, you know, see how you handle things, maybe. I think it's something to consider, too, when you're um, when you're choosing a spouse, that you choose someone that you want your children to be like. Yeah. Because... They're probably going to grow up to be like you. As much as I want to think that I'm not like my parents, I'm a lot like them, <laughs> and they're good. And, it, and it's a good thing. I got good parents, so that's that's one thing that you can do to prepare for children is pick a good person to have children with. Yeah. Um, a good support system too, because yeah. you need a lot of support through pregnancy and through and afterwards and for the rest of your life. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that they're very supportive in the beginning. We're all right. Well, we love all you mamas out there, and we're praying for you all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, remember that whatever challenge you're facing today, that um, you got this, and God's got this. And we hope you always remember to be kind, be humble, and be your best self. Bye. Bye.